Hey, this is Red Summer. And this is Hanifa Walida. We are your gay aunties. We miss you, babies. Hey! <laughs> did miss you um i know you know we 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 gonna kind of apologize well uh, we gonna apologize we gonna say well did, you know we was mia a little bit in december you know due to the holidays a little bit yeah. due to fucking life y'all for real really <laughs> no real real <laughs> real real oh, santa was not coming down my chip much my, my, my chimney or climbing up my patio <laughs> oh, no, i don't know what he was doing you know what i'm saying but he wasn't get, he wasn't giving me no gifts for december you know he was mad he was stealing gifts <laughs> i'm trying to tell you <laughs> but we were really i mean as as crazy as it sounds we were really blessed that we had our our crisis moments simultaneously right <laughs> and so, it wasn't like you were ready and i was missing and i was ready and you was missing we were both like you good i'm good you want to do it not yet okay cool <laughs> <laughs> you alive i'm alive i'm alive <laughs> right and that's all we needed but you know shit happens that's life and you know uh you know when I, you know, this this whole uh, episode we said is basically going to be about, you know, how do we deal around this time of the year when we're reflecting on what the hell happened in 2018, good, bad, or whatever, you know, what's the energy we want to bring into 2019 and then projecting that, you know, how do you manifest the things you want? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess really manifestation is probably a good way, um, is a good way to kind of encapsulate what New Year's Eve is to most folks, whether they use that word or not. You know, um, so I mean, I, I've I've dealt with manifestation on many different levels um, in my life. Sometimes it works. Sometimes I don't work, and it does not work. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but yeah, yeah. All right. So before we dive in, just you know, to remind you all, if you do have questions, um, need answers to life, love, and all those um, itty bits in between, holler at us at your gay aunties at gmail.com and if you want to support your gay aunties because ain't nothing cheap so we came to understand towards the end of the day <laughs> support, support, support as a verb <laughs> holla at us at um patreon.com slash your gay aunties really you know whatever you have when you have it really helps us keep this going and pay for all the uh platforms we need to pay for to keep the engine going um yeah all right okay 2008 (laughs) i mean 2018 first of all sis let's just step back Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. and honor the amount of years and i ain't even trying to like age ourselves like that yeah but I, I've been laughing and chuckling to myself. Like I remember when I was a kid, and the idea of a two thousand anything seemed so it wasn't even possible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember being in high school and laughing that somebody was going to be graduating in the year two thousand, and they were going to be like, "Oh, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, what?" And I just that sounded absolutely ridiculous and now absolutely. we're already at my students are graduating in 21 you know, <laughs> 22. and this is the thing i guess this is just gonna keep going like this exactly even when prince's 1999 came out i was like that's so far in the future whatever i had no concept of time so the new millennium was like some old space age 1984 just like I guess 1984 was to people when you know um so I I just want to say for those of you who have not yet had that whoa we're in year what yet and you probably won't have that mm, maybe to your 30s mid 30s or so Mm -hmm. you're like yo it's 2049 my nigga (laughs) 
Remember? <laughs> 2018, right? <laughs> Yo, remember that shit? You know. Yeah. And so when I so, so put it like this. So okay, what well, is 2018? All right, yeah, cool. So think about 2038. Mm-hmm. How that seems like some old banana, like whatever right. in the future. <laughs> I may or may not be here. I'm we not even not. planning for that far yet, right? Because <laughs> that's probably not even going to be a thing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, you know, that's kind of, you know, really sobering. It's like, okay, it's, it's it's 2019. But anyway, 2018, no, one of the things I'm doing in 2019 actually is being really mindful of my my words or how I, you know, transform my thoughts into words um, and not hit on the negative more times than the positive. Yeah. So 2018 does not need to kiss my black ass. <laughs> All right. Um, We're not saying that no more. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Fine. <laughs> I'll grow okay. with you. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. you know, put like this, I'll speak on how 2018 did give me so many lessons. Mm. Um, I, I, one of the things I definitely achieved was moving to Atlanta. I told myself that I had to get to Atlanta by 2018. I did that. So I need to, I want to honor that was a major accomplishment for me. Um, I still ain't settled here yet, Mm -hmm. but getting here was definitely a major accomplishment. It was something I needed to do for my mental health for just my, general well-being. Um, so that move was big. So that was probably the biggest, one of the bigger things I did in 2018. But then on the flip, 2018 kissed my ass because, you know, I lost um, one of my closest and dearest friends in 18. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we all still living with Trump. And <laughs> it's like, we're going to live? We're not going to live. We're going right. to live? You know, like... <laughs> right. The world going to end? We're going to be here? The world going to end? But... Um, so this, this, I, 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 I try to dig for the good. Um, um, I've met, I've met um, some really cool people here. So mm-hmm. new people are in my life. Yeah. Um, I re-engaged uh, with um, people from my past and people who I was friends with, but I've now become closer friends with. Okay. So the, the, the growth of friendship also helping, helped in this year. Um, and uh, yeah, um, I'm sure there's some other things that I can maybe say, but yeah, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so then I'm thinking too. Um, in in 2018, I had to make a real like grown up uh, self care decision, right? Mm-hmm. To like remove myself from from a toxic work environment. To like really um, take ownership <clears throat> of my part in in being a part of toxic spaces, whether that was like work or friendships, relationship, like all of those things. Like I really, really um, charged myself with like the shit or get off the pot, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> in 2018. Um, and so I had to to manage those consequences. Like when you just say, all right, I'm going to quit this job. Like you have to you have to 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 deal with the consequences of that and like what that means for you, for your family, all of that, right? And 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 I had to to knuckle down, right? I had to to get to bare bones in a lot of ways. I had to like live with less. I had to like work on my how I saw my value based on things mm. when I didn't have as easy access to those things. Oh, oh, girl. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that that's, that's definitely what I learned is that um, I can and will always survive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I learned how to survive in new ways this year, not just, you know, uh, you know, whatever, like financially, like that, that kind of stuff when shit came out of the field, but how to 
survive emotionally and mentally when I'm completely being taxed and I don't end in this, in this particular case, I didn't necessarily have like family and close, close yeah. friends around me. You know, I had to work with what I have and keep reminding myself that I have all I need to get out of this situation. I have all I need to bring myself spiritually <laughs> out of this situation. Though I may, you know, sometimes yeah. your self-esteem, you, you know, may come in there like, you ain't got shit, bitch. Here you go again. You in the same situation or yada, 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 bing, boom. But um, really learning that I have all it takes. And when you take a breath, you know, and this is a lesson that I think that every person, adult, I think you learn throughout your life. It really, because it keeps looking different every time it comes to you. You think you got shit and then like, ah, damn. Right. Okay. And I tell you, I just had a, a, an experience. This was the day before yesterday in my closet. So I had to buy my daughter a car. I had to buy my oh. daughter a car. Her father was supposed to buy her the car. He, he did what fathers have the opportunity to do sometimes and, and not do the thing, <laughs> you know? And so I had to buy my daughter a car. And this was like, are you going to like give all your money to this child like right now? <laughs> and like, and, and do this thing that she needs. Like this, this mother responsibility, like set the hell up, like take care of it, cool, right? Um, mm -hmm. But I had forgotten that my father, when I went to visit him over the summer, put some money in my hand. And you know how old folks just put a little folded up something in your hand. <laughs> I put the, the money in my purse and it's like a purse that I you know, have when I'm traveling. When I got home, I put the purse up in the closet. I went in this bag and he, I would just say it, gave me a thousand dollars. You ain't noticed. You ain't notice he gave you a thousand dollars. A thousand ain't like you know, grandma slipping two dollars in there, five bucks in your weird hand. Stuff like, like that. He'll put like twenty three dollars, something odd, like it'll be t like two singles in there or five, and like it was always crazy growing up. So I never even thought about that he would. You know, he just oh, he go a little something for your trip. You know, I was like, okay, daddy, hey, I put it in my purse. I don't even deal with cash in my real life. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I didn't even think yeah. about, oh, I got some cash in this purse. I was just, my, my family was around. I didn't want them to be like, give me some money too. So I just stuck it in my purse and went on with my day. Oh my <laughs> God. When you, when I tell you that I just stopped and prayed and cried, it was just like, oh my God, I have always had what I needed. Ooh, I have always story. had it. This and everything else that I'm I'm struggling with and trying to figure out, like I have always had exactly what I needed. I just needed to go into my gifts. I just needed to like open up the gifts and, and be able to access them. When I tell you that was a word in that closet, like the old days of grandmas used to be in the upper room. <laughs> I called my daughter and was know, like, yep, girl, you about to get this car, boo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's like a really cool story and like metaphor of showing how you always have what you need, whether you're aware of it or not. And mine came um, sometimes where you forget or don't know people have slipped mm -hmm. you money. You know, another way to also look at it is reminding yourself or empowering your saying that okay, I have all that I need, that you have put energy out into the universe. And sometimes it doesn't come back when you want it. It more so comes back when the fuck you yeah. need it. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so I had some shit trickle back on me when the fuck I needed. Like, I mean, I was like, I got put in a real jam yeah. this, this winter, right? So I was, so it's little things, you know? And people that I had, smiled at, had good conversations mm -hmm. with, out of the blue, say, yo, I really need a favor and I really felt your energy. Can you do this? Yeah. I'll pay you this. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Or like, or like a freaking employer from like 
sometime, you know, last year, no, every, not even the year before, got in trouble with, you know, with the, with the law, with taxes. And so I literally got some random, someone told me to check my mail. I was like, ain't that in the goddamn mailbox for my Someone told me this particular day to check the freaking mail, right? I remember, it, I remember, I went down because it was New Year's Eve. I said, let me check the mail because the New Year's closed New Year's Eve. I said, let me just see what I got, right? Literally, I got a um, a fourteen day old letter that been wow. sitting there, right? And that arrived literally for you know, and in the letter it said you have fourteen days to a to a to confirm you received this letter if you want this freaking money from this employer that didn't pay taxes which means they didn't pay you <laughs> you know if i would have checked it well december 26 yeah. i would have been screwed yeah. you know so it's you know we, we're saying this to say that whatever your 2018 was like or left you right, right. <laughs> and or and you may find yourself in like okay you know, how do I get myself out of this? Know that you have all that you need. And sometimes it just means you literally have, what you do have is a minute to take a breath yeah. and think, how do I tackle each situation? What comes before what? What foot is, what? how do I walk towards what I need to do? Okay, if I do this, oh, cool. If I do this and get that set up, yeah. then I can get this set up. You know, and sometimes we get so riddled with the anxiety of needing certain things in this society, and all of a sudden somebody takes a chunk of what you thought you was worth yeah, away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we go into panic attack and like, mommy, right, help right. me. You know, like, <laughs> you know, and as you know, as you older you get, your, your mom's ain't trying to help you like that. You know, no, 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 she you will, know, she can, but you don't want to ask her. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're too grown to be asking you at a certain point, you know, unless it's, it's dire, yeah. dire, you know, um, God bless mommies and family, might I add. But, um, but yeah, but no, no grown person wants to be in a situation. You know what I mean? But, but what part of being grown is like, pause, pause. You are not the situation. Mm -hmm. You just happen to be in it. How do you get yourself out of it? Step yeah. by step. You know? Boom. <laughs> So, yeah. So in all of that, like we, we you get to the end of the year and you're like, OK. A new year is coming tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, okay. everybody is, is getting their, their resolutions on. Everybody is, is making their everybody is making their declarations and, and, and the reflecting. Right. You know, you take that time and you're just like, OK, let me take stock of everything. Let me let me figure out. How am I going to proceed? How, mm -hmm. how, what am I going how? to, to do differently, if anything? <laughs> what can I do differently, okay. I think, is a question that I've kind of, what do I truly want to do differently and what do I have the capacity to yeah. do right now? Um, I know a mistake I've made in the past with New Year's resolutions is projecting too deep mm -hmm. into the year. Honestly, it really should be a new year's resolution. It should be a new season okay. resolution. Oh, I like that. Take it in take it in seasons because three months from now, your headspace may be so with someplace else based on what you did this first quarter or these first three mm -hmm. months. Excuse me. And so what the hell was I saying? So instead of having a new year's resolution, it's a new season resolution. Take it in quarters, y'all, because that's just not how things work. I mean, I mean, maybe some of us can say, okay, maybe in a, your, your life is structured where, okay, I actually know what I would like to achieve by the end of this year or within this year, mm -hmm. deeper into the year, you know, maybe your school or things like that. But really life can just um, swerve and make, you know, abrupt, you know, turns around the corner and just, or present you with new things that make you completely rethink yeah. your whole joint. You know, um, and there's nothing wrong with rethinking what you're doing, um, but taking it in, in spurts, I'm, I'm finding as I get older, makes a lot more sense. So right now I'm just focusing on January, February, and March. I like that because then it makes yeah. it more accessible and, and therefore more attainable, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> if I know that like I have mm -hmm. this, this closer timeline Right, because I started seeing the memes uh, uh -huh. in December that was like, "Ah, oh, we got three weeks left to lose weight." Um, 
All the stuff we said last year, we were gonna do this year, right? Um, but yeah, like if I can, I can break that down a little bit and and make it more more imminent, right? <laughs> so that I have to keep it in mm-hmm. in the forefront of my mind. I do like that. Yeah, yeah. And then you know another thing um, I used to say a lot, um, but I realized I needed to be a lot more specific. But sometimes you're like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know know where I'm going, right? So I kind of generalized my new year's resolution basically down to one sentence. I don't want to, okay, what is it? It's 2019 right now. So I don't want to go into 2020 the way I'm coming into 2019. Now that's real vague. (laughs) And essentially you should not go into the next year, next year. Coming into this year, <laughs> we would hope that money grows, and you don't know if you've grown unless right. you reflect, right? But you also can get a little bit more specific with that. Like, okay, right now I'm coming into 2019 with such and such in my bank account. I want to have such and such yeah. in my bank account going into it. Or, you know, I'm coming in 2019 with roommates. I want in 2020, I want to yeah. have my own joint. Whatever. You know, um, I want to say as I moved to 2020, wow, I'm in my own crib. Mm-hmm. I did that shit. You know, some kind of clear measurements, you know, that's that's how I've kind of been learning to do that okay. too over the years. I, um, I, well, my wife and I made the commitment this year to only spend on essentials. Like we are focusing this year on mm-hmm. um, becoming debt free. Oh, hollow Jesus. At the end of the year. Nice. <laughs> And it's funny because when we like, you know, I, I took this new job, it was a pay cut, you know, I'm, I'm learning to live like with less. Um, it was just like, oh, like, let's just go all the way with it then. Like, <laughs> let's just go hard with mm-hmm. it, like for the, the this upcoming year. And then we can really just relax. Right. And I don't have a lot of mm-hmm. debt debt, but like, I made some a couple of big purchases that you need to, you know, you're told that you need to make in order to establish credit in America. <laughs> like I played that game and now I'm just like, oh, I don't wanna, I don't wanna do that anymore. Let me pay all yeah. of this off and, and go back to being in my chill space where I was able to create and I was able to like <laughs> feel free and clear to like, <laughs> you know, flit around the world doing whatever because. I didn't have no car notes. I didn't have no mortgage. I didn't have blah, 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 blah. So let me let me get back to that. <laughs> Without. That, that is a, exactly. That is an excellent goal. Um, you know, now maybe, you know, some people who are just coming out of college, they like, I ain't get rid of my college yeah. debt in one yeah. year. But um, for those of you who went to mm-hmm. City College <laughs> or or well, shit. Actually, City College is free now. Oh God, that's <laughs> but um, um, but you know, if you if your debt is something of that's obtainable, I mean, it, everything depends on your and situation. It doesn't have you to know, be monetary not, debt. That's debts you owe. Yeah, emotionally and spiritually and relationally, Ooh, there are some debts that you owe speak. through your family, through your community that you can take your time to pay off this year. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe you say you're <laughs> some motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, but your ego's holding you back. But you know, you need to pick up that phone and say, mm-hmm. "Yo, that's my bad." In 2018, I, I, I came out my ass with that. I want to humbly, you don't have to forgive me, but yeah. I need to apologize. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's debt. You're right. That's some emotional uh, debt that can be familial yeah. debt, friendship debt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, like get your shit right. It's not just about you per se, even though even in apologizing or whatever kind of debt you need to figure out with people does at the end of the day help you, you know, but it could, there's something freeing about, okay, I owned up to that. You know, that's a good point. That's definitely a good point. Um, But I'm I'm also going to have five you on the debt thing. I'm really (laughs) on a mission to get rid, you know, of my, my student loan and, um, uh, Cause I'm almost, you know, I'm almost mm-hmm. done with that bad boy. But <laughs> you know, debt is not just money; yeah. it really is. Not. Now, another thing that um, I'm coming into, and this is what truly got me out of the rut I was in. Um, I did a lot of unpacking 
And I realize, you know, we've had somewhat, we've had this, we've had this conversation about creativity umpteen times on this podcast that we're both creatives, right? But I haven't been a working, active creative um, ever since I stopped touring, if I was to be brutally honest with myself. Now, I feel like, you know, art is not what you do, but how, and I still have a creative lens in how I look at the world and how I interact with the world. But But as far as either creating work or curating work, um, I hadn't had the opportunity to do that in, in, a, in a good minute. And my spirit, my spirit, my spirit was now telling me that loud and clear. It was in pain. It was wailing in the back of my soul. And I felt so depleted. So that on top of this other thing coming out of left field, I was, girl, it was me and Netflix all of December. So I knew that one of the things I had to address was where do I put my creative? Where do I work it out? Where do I exercise who I am, who I essentially am, right? So what I'm excited about in 2019 uh, are two different projects. One is something I might have briefly mentioned. is this project called Bloom, which is I'm making an adaptation of an earlier work that I did with a really close friend of mine. Um, you know, this is a theater project that's now going to be a, um, an audio theater project. I'm excited about that because I love being producer because I the producer is the person who puts the who puts the team together, who puts the creative team together. And I've been blessed to know so many incredible creatives in my life that I'm like, you know what? I want to work with you. It's really like, okay, I again, here's our mantra for this episode. I have everything I need to make this happen. Right. Wonderful. You know, and then the other project is me actually revisiting something that's been a love of mine, but I never claimed it as an art of mine. Like I did visual art before, but I never put it on the wall. You know, I never tried to sell it. It It's just my shit that I did. Actually, I don't even own most of the stuff I've ever done because I I would focus on someone I love, a friend or what have you. I would make it and then I would give it to them. So my art's actually in other people's homes, which is cool. And on the side, I still want to do that. But the project is I have this other project called a dope supreme on on uh instagram i'll mm-hmm. put the you know link whatever in your gay artists if you're curious about it but that is basically um an art curation um uh project publication slash publication so like these things it's like and i and i tell you just these knowing these two things are in my life presently even in incubation stage but presently and i can i can literally see them coming into fruition there's yeah. done so much so much from my spirit when I just did one thing, re-honored who the fuck I am. Yes. So, yes, mm. yes. I I had to acknowledge the process, right? So you plant <laughs> the seed. And you water the seed and you wait. And you wait and you wait. And then you get like a little bit of butter. (laughs) But the day that you plant the seed is not the day that you eat the fruit. Right? Break that shit down. (laughs) Right? And so I... (laughs) Thank you. I graduated from um, my my second master's in Atlanta in 2014. And they were asking, you know, I was doing my defense and my project and all of this stuff. And my uh, advisor was very um, adversarial in my process of graduating. Like, I don't know what I did to this lady, but we did not, like, she did not fuck with me. Okay. Like, just to put it as plainly as possible, she was not impressed. And I'm very that's real, that's real. I'm being saying impressed way. by mm-hmm. Red Summer. <laughs> but she had the audacity to tell me, yeah, she was like, um, yeah, that's whack. Go deeper. Like, do more. Like, ugh, like all the time. And I had, mm-hmm. I had several classes with this woman. And then she ends up becoming, like, being my advisor for graduation. Okay. So I spent the majority of that semester like just trying to impress this lady just trying to back her up like if I couldn't get her to smile and and like something just get her to get off my case and so she was there on the panel and she was like well what do you plan to do with this degree 
And I looked her in her face and I said, I'm going to open a museum honoring hip hop. And in this museum, we are going to um, preserve the culture of hip hop and, and talk about all the five elements and all this thing. And I just said, I made it sound really, really beautiful. Um, and I was just coming off the top of my head because I didn't know what the hell I was going to do with this degree. Who goes, <laughs> who goes to get a degree in museum? Like, what? What? What are you talking about? But I, I like in theory, like I was going to come to D.C. and I was going to work for the Smithsonian. They were getting ready to open this African-American museum. I had like two or three years like to get in good with somebody before they <laughs> opened. And I was going to be there. I was going to be there opening day. Girl, when I paid them two years, came and left. <laughs> and if I been good and open and I don't work there. <laughs> and it was <laughs> It was mm. humbling because I wasn't used to hearing no so definitively. And I just knew like all I had to do was mm. like get in this way or figure out like meet this person. I, y'all, who y'all know? Introduce me to somebody because I blah, 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 blah. And none of those connections bore any fruit. Nobody ever was like, yeah, well, let me put, you know, let me hook you up. One sister was, you know, she would send me the job um, openings and I'm seeing that it's jobs opening. But I did have one guy there. Um, the, one of the HR people, he emailed me back and he was like, sister, I keep seeing this resume. Let me tell you what's going on. <laughs> and he just, he broke it down so sweetly. And he was like, we are at a time right now, you know, this is a federal job and this is what you are missing. This is why we can't put you forward to the next round. I see you. Like I, I acknowledge mm, you. Like I'm taking my damn. time to email you because I, I get where you're going with this, but it's going to be a no. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> and I stopped the, when I tell you, I used to apply to absolutely everything that would open up janitorial, baby. I don't know what, what I'm going to do in this museum, but I'm going to be in there, right? Um, but my my mother-in-law asked me, because I was just saying, you know, I want to work at the museum. I want to work at the museum. And she said, well, how much does that pay? And I was like, I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't worried about that. And then I started researching what? and a lot of what you was making teaching for was half of what I was making teaching. Half of what I was making teaching. <laughs> and when I tell you, it was just like, oh, that's why I know. Because I can't make that kind of sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? Mm. For my family. And so in 2018, I let it go. I was just like, okay, if this is okay. not you know what it's supposed to be wow. because I know I cannot make that kind of sacrifice then I'm just going to take the, the note on this about a month later hmm. I just happen to be scrolling on Facebook and I see Jeez. that in DC they are going to open up a hip hop museum and I'm like I well, it must man like hey I worked there. <laughs> I told the lady when I was graduating that I was going to work there. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, if you're doing it, then I need to be a part of it. Do you know the man emailed me back and was like, what you want to do? <laughs> and I was like, uh, janitor, I don't know. I've been applying for everything. <laughs> and he said, I said, well, let me stop. Um, this is what I'm doing now. I have a degree in museum studies, but I haven't worked in the field. I've just been doing blah, 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 blah. He was like, oh my God, I've been looking for you. Wow. I had even hired this other guy. Don't tell him, please don't tell him, but I want him to be your assistant. Yo. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. But if I had gotten that job at the Smithsonian, I would not have hit that man up because I would have been like, that little hip hop museum, what you, eh, I ain't got time for that. I'm working at the, and guess what? They closed right now this week because the federal government. <laughs> damn but you know, you hitting on something that this is also, uh, uh, a, I'm not even gonna say a lesson I learned, but once I learned it, I got it, but more of a gift that I've received in understanding that, um, and actually, actually this is even, 
quote the Quran. Let's let's go there. You know that part where it, it says, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but all right, you got your plan. Allah got his plan. You plan no, Allah's the best of planners. So you can replace the law with creator, <laughs> universe, Jesus, God, whatever. Okay. <laughs> but basically it's saying exactly what Red was just saying mm -hmm. this. Like, you know, sometimes you're like, I need this shit mm -hmm. right now. Ah, blah, blah, blah. And you you putting all this energy in and you get you feeling defeated because you're not getting back what you feel you need mm -hmm. but remember you're putting energy out there it just may not always land where you think it just may not come back when you think you know what i mean and then when it does it's the right motherfucking mm -hmm. fit it's yeah. the right fit yeah yeah it's the right so what fit. you do so what you doing so what you doing tell me about so this we open next this month <gasps> <laughs> and i believe Oh, we gotta have us a separate conversation. I'm the lead curator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to feature you, girl. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's it's just like and I what's funny though is that my, my best friend, she was just like, you just have yes. to decide what it is you want Worse. to do. Like you're all over the place. You just keep telling them I'll do anything, but that's not how the universe works. The universe is not going to just give you anything. The Perfect. universe is going to give you what you ask for, what you say that you desire in your heart. And as soon as I said, okay, well, I just want to do, I want to do curation and I want to do, Bam. um, this program. is so inspiring. Cause that, that, here you go, Bam. do it now. Show up on the first day. Do <laughs> what? They like go. Let me like, go to school now. Hold on. Go where? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> I brought one of my textbooks with me. Shit, get off the pot. <laughs> Shit, get off the pot. You know what I'm saying? That's what I, I said. Like this, and because I kept saying that in the beginning of the year. When it happened in December, and the man was like, Yo. "No, we need to open next Yo. month. Can you make it happen?" Yeah, I gotta make it happen because this is what I said I wanted to do. This was my earnest prayer to the universe, to to all of those who listen. Like, this is what I really want to do. So I just had to figure it out. I just had to oh, start. God, doing that is it. so. You don't know how much this is feeding my soul right now here. <laughs> Ooh, that's good now. Yeah, you're going to stay <laughs> that's down. You, that's the word. You're going to get up. <laughs> that's the word. You're going to stay down and you're going to get know, up. You know, because staying down can get real, can seem like it's the easiest way. Like, Because, you know, listen, I mean, you know, yeah. for those who have ever struggled with any, you know, form of depression, whether, whether it's just your general, I'm down in the dumps depression or some sort of clinical depression, Seasonal. Seasonal depression, exactly. That's Shit. A big one. You know, mm -hmm. so, some some of us women sometimes go through little micro mini ones once a month. <laughs> and you're like, you know, it's one of those things like you you like ain't leaving the couch for a whole fucking day. You're like, my life ain't shit. But then like literally the next day your period comes like, oh, that's what that shit was. Or all of a sudden I'm, I'm like, I'm a whole different person. <laughs> It's like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. But um but yeah, but yeah. So I'm 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 really excited about yeah. 19 um yeah, and yeah. what I'm gonna be doing creatively and what I'm gonna be doing as far as nurturing my business and myself, you know. Um also maybe another thing that you know we think about or some of us think about with the new year, um is how can we strengthen, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, friend and family ties? And, you know, and it's like, and, and and speaking for myself, sometimes I have to remind myself, you yeah. know, call my peoples, 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 call my peoples. <laughs> you know, so I am now like when I think of you during the day, and I'm yeah. like, and it's like it's one yeah. that's a passing thought, and it's one is like I'm thinking about this person. Just call, just fucking call. Don't text. You know what I'm saying? What's that you showing me? Know that you yeah. know. What's that? Know that. Mm -hmm. Now that you know, I can't even read, girl. Now that you know, welcome to the Oh, you did it. So what Reddit showed me through the theology test? You went to Africa.com. You just reminded me. Okay. Yes, I yes. did. 
I was inspired by you. Mm -hmm. Cause did, you did yours. Um, did you get your, did you do your mother or your father's side? I did my father and I did both. You did both. Lucky you. I did okay. Both. Yeah. I went over the summer, um, and I did my father's. And then when my mom came for my birthday, I did her. So I really blessed in that I was able to do that. Sweet. Okay. Well, I got, I'm of the Fulani people. Or my, this is my mom's side. I'm yes. of the Fulani people and the Mende people. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have a certificate over. I can't see. I'm blind. This way over there. Oh, but, um, yeah. That's what I wanted. <laughs> no, not not. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get the pancake. <laughs> okay, so while um, Hanifa is is getting hers. I'll yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right, so, all right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm from the Fulani or Fula people um, from Guinea Bissau, and also <laughs> uh, the Mende people from Sierra Leone. Okay. Yeah. I um when I traveled when I was in in um Senegal and the Gambia, the kids would call me Fula, 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 and I was like, "What are they saying?" And they was like, "Oh, they think you Fulani." And I met all these people um who looked like my family members. Like one guy even like had the same dimple that my brother has. Like he looked so much like my brother, and he was Fulani from Guinea-Bissau. And I was like, "Oh, well, that's what I am." And then I get my results, which it says is one hundred percent accurate. Because we started this talking about family and, and being more connected to our family. And I am from the Mbazele people in Cameroon. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm hoping that my mama's come back. Somebody from Guinea Bissau. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that we was that we would say we was tribes people. No, we were I, was, I, was, I was sad. <laughs> I just knew it. I just knew it. I just knew I was like, okay, so it's gotta be on my mama's side because my dad is Cameroonian. <laughs> <laughs> but it started like a, a bigger conversation because I've been reaching out to Hold on, was that your mama or your daddy? I'm sorry. That's my dad. That's your dad, all right. Mm -hmm. So I've been reaching out to the brothers and cousins and, and all the people on my dad's side to like just share the information with them. And we have been having the craziest, longest talks. Like, I don't know my dad's people like that. But come to find out, I went to college with two of my cousins. Shit. We, we, went to, we all went to Grambling. Wow. And then I know that we were cousins. <laughs> I'm like, I know him. <laughs> 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 Yeah, so it's 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 really interesting that that is also a very um, important part of my my new year. Like now that I'm I'm talking to everybody and making these connections, and my wife is also doing the same thing. You know, her her father passed when she was six, so she didn't know her father's people, and she just she found them on Facebook, like or they found her and was like, "Hey, we've been we've been trying to find your dad's kids," and and you know all this time. So she got to spend like her first like. A family gathering, like um, what do you call it? Like family reunions yeah. with his family. That's great. So that is definitely we are totally in sync on that. <laughs> so you know, so maybe another, another uh, way to kind of just kind of quantify this is just like, okay, every year, you know, regardless of your relationship with your family, it's also another opportunity to revisit that relationship. So maybe you had some sort of riff. In the previous year, you know, mm -hmm. that might seem unsurmountable, <laughs> at least at the time it did, you know, or even something small that you kind of let fester. You know what I mean? Like repatch over those those familiar holes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, just don't let things go, you know, more than a year um unsettled if it's if it's able to be addressed, you know. Ooh, <clears throat> 2018, honey, people died that ain't never died before. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you don't get a chance to, to make those, like another chance to make those um, amends, right? To, to, to mend those relationships. Uh, you don't want to be standing over that hole like, dang, I'm, I'm sorry. I want to tell you, like, just just had a conversation. Exactly. Yeah, have. just had the conversation. And the worst case scenario, ain't nothing solved. But the fact that you opened your mouth and you decided to address it. You did it. Yep. You did your so part. Every year. Because you can let a lot of it go, too. Like, hey, I called. I, I said what I had to say. You you took it or you didn't take it. You know, yay, I'm glad we worked it out. Or you know what? That's fine. 
<laughs> but you know that you did your part. You you've opened that door to to healing and resolution. And let's go ahead and go on to the next exactly. part of life. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, those are you know basically you know uh, create career, creativity, family, finances. You know, those are the the main buckets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess you know people always trying to lose weight or or you'll feel more fit or okay or rather uh, um, feel, feel I think better I, about their feel body. better about their being in their yeah. bodies. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is the vessel that's carrying around to do all the shit you want to do in life and experience. And yeah. um, if you're not feeling healthy, forget about you know whether you know pounds or whatever. Some people have to you know they want to lose weight for aesthetic reasons. Sometimes it's health reasons. Sometimes it's both. Um, I'm just talking about in general. Like I'm I'm not a particularly a uh, big woman, but I know that what I went through the latter part of this year really impacted my health because I was at tip top shape and that shit fell off a fucking cliff. Mm. How one thing in your life can just go out of whack and then the first thing. Yeah, but I'm also grateful that I was in shape because if I wasn't in shape and I dealt with all this without being in shape, I might have gotten sick, quite honestly. So it literally was all that that exercise I was doing in the earlier part of the year that gave me the buffer I needed to deal with whatever kind of depression I was going through. And I remember thinking that a few times, like, I'm so glad I worked out because the shit or the ladder, the shit I'm not doing right now, I I feel I can sink into this couch and just, you know, like... Even get wow. even got to the point where I was getting out of the bed. It's like, ooh, I'm starting to feel my body like I used to way back when I was really out yeah. of shape. Yeah. You know, I was like, and that was a moment. I was like, oh my god, I'm I'm truly crumbling here, literally like physically crumbling. Yeah, you know. So sometimes it was a goal like, okay, if I do everything today, I'm gonna drag my ass outside and just walk. Yeah, move like yeah. kept the, the mantra was like, move your body, move your body, move your body, move your mm-hmm. body. Because when your body is moving, it's 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 almost like um, even if it's just a little, not no all out of the woodworks type of doing CrossFit training and shit. <laughs> but even when you just move your body, that that helps support whatever you're going to do that day. Physically mm-hmm. support you, but also give you kind of like an adrenaline rush too. When yeah. you're exercising, yeah. even or just moving, just walking or whatever, you know. So yeah, I'm gonna need to to adopt that concept because <laughs> I took some pictures with my people over the new <laughs> And you know, people only check themselves in the picture when they post it. They post you looking any kind of way, and it was just this left thigh. <laughs> <laughs> This left thigh was all I saw in the picture. Yes, and I was just like, whose thigh is on my body? Where did all that thigh come from? Like, how did, when did that happen? Yeah. And, you know, people have been like, girl, where did you get thicker? And I think, you know, that's a compliment because I've been the little skinny thing all my life. So <laughs> now I get in my 40s, I get a little woman weight. I'm sitting there thinking I'm cute. But Lord, <laughs> that thigh. And I was just like, you know what? That's how I sneak up on you. If you don't catch it, it, I'm going to tell this to everybody, especially as y'all start coming over in the 40s and the metabolism start doing some different things than they used to do. Baby, this one thigh right here is changing the trajectory of my 2019. My wife is a gym rat. She goes to the gym absolutely every day. Wow. She she has to make herself do her rest days. She loves to work out. I do not have that same love. Okay. <laughs> I don't even have the, the general desire, but I know that I have to do better because this left eye don't want to look like the, it don't want to go into 2020 like it came into 2019. Listen, listen, I want to high five you on that because, you know, I'll be taking them long looks in the mirror too. And and again, mind you, for the most of my life, I have been in really good shape. I mean, I had to, I was touring, you know, I have been in really good shape. I've always, for the most part, appreciated my body. It's not something, my body, not something I, I've actively had to think about. Mm-hmm. Until I remember I was just, you know, walking and there had to be a mirror in my house. <laughs> I just walked, <laughs> you know, my underwears and shit. And I, I was like, did that cellulite? Oh yeah! <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> I 
I do want to get my body back this year, but I also know that I cannot stress myself out in trying to do that. Yeah. You know, and some women like little bellies. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, yeah. Well, so as far as the whole weight loss thing, I don't want to so much lose weight, but I need to tone up shit to, to get to me to feel I'm getting my sexy back on. And not for nothing, cardio is probably more important than muscles. Don't get caught up with some of them, some of them girls out there that got all muscle, but they, they get out of breath real quick. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's all about that cardio, son. I don't bone thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I'm, that's where I am for the new yep. year. I am, I am on the, the reaping of what I have sown. I'm, Ooh, I'm really hallelujah. Figure out like the things that I've uh, that I've started, I, I want to finish them. I want to to do you know finish projects. I want to you know realize the gifts that I already have. Yes, I want to use know them. what you have so you can access what you have to get yourself into or out of whatever situation you may be in at the time. Yes, at the time. So yeah, all right. It's so good to be back, y'all. Um, yes. And really, really, yeah. We, we kind of you know I did kind of miss you know, talking to Red and just putting us out there to you guys. Um, and of course, you know, now in reflect thinking about your New Year's, if you have questions about what you're trying to do in this New Year's life, love or what have you, please just holler at us at yagayantes at gmail.com. Yes, it's all, we're here for you and, and we're here to talk with you and not to you, <laughs> you know, with you, whatever <laughs> situations are, because we're all figuring it out. And if anything else, like this just shows you that like we're still manifesting new parts of life and, and understandings as we are. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so holler at us. Um, we also we're making some some changes and slow tweaks on the Instagram page. So you can holler at us at Yugayantis on Instagram. And please support us with what you can, when you can at patreon.com slash Yugayantis. And with that being said, I am Hanifa Walida. And I am Red Summer. And we are your gay aunties. Happy New Year, everybody. Bye, baby. <laughs> Happy New Year.